0: Okay. All right.
1: Yes. You ready? Okay. Here I'll go. Oh, sorry. Okay.
0: Hey, Ashley. Hey, Livia. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Are You You have Mucinex, and I have Mucinex, Yeah. A wine spritzer. Yum. So cheers <laughs> to your Mucinex. Cheers. And <laughs> water bottle. Nice.
1: Um. Yeah, it's totally a party with you, some some wine spritzers.
0: Ugh. Yeah, I'm drinking very old Chardonnay. Like, it's I don't know how old it is. It's been in the fridge for a really long time. Yeah. And I put in some bubbly Schweppes,
1: mm. and then
0: I put in some of that Saint George liqueur, the um, the the like autumn tasting one. Oh, nice! It's an interesting combo, but yeah. I don't like it. Just in time for the season, though. Yeah, it's kind of like, geez, it's kind of like a winter spritzer. Nice, sounds delicious. I'm rather a fan
1: of it. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> well, you will have to make me one when I come down next. I will. Because I did not get the winter flavor one.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. foolish, foolish women! <laughs>
1: I know. I failed. Still hoping that St. George will sponsor us, though.
0: Oh, yeah. So. We should probably reach out to them if we want that to happen. We, should. we, we should. should. just call us up. Like, hey, our ears were burning. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you
1: guys? Were you guys looking to be sponsored? Yes, we were. We oh, have
0: feelings. <laughs> so, yeah. what we read this time?
1: We read The Vanishing Year mm-hmm. by Kate Moretti.
0: See, see. Uh, do you want to give a synopsis? Sure. Um. So, The Vanishing Year is about this woman named Zoe. It's told in the first person, her point of view. She's, like, the young wife of a very rich man in New York um, named Henry. And it's, like, everything seems like it should be like the best or whatever because obviously she's like in this you know supposedly great marriage but there's like little things that are often that she's not really from that background and she has like this secret and she has like a she has a hard time sort of getting used to this life And then, like, things slowly are revealed and you learn more about her history and the fact that she had to, like, change her identity. And then weird stuff starts happening when she's trying to, like, connect the dots of her identity. And then also she starts, like, asking questions, finally, in my opinion, (laughs) way too late, about her husband's background. And then it all just goes so badly. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I think that's a a good summary. (laughs) Did I miss anything? Any key (laughs) deets? I think you hit it. I think you hit it all. Yeah.
1: Um, it's interesting now that, you know, I've read this one the Mm -hmm. last time we talked, you had read all of them already, but, um, I see what you're saying. I liked the writing of, um, Mm -hmm. the girl and woman in Cabin 10 Mm -hmm. a lot
0: better. Yeah.
1: Um... This one for me was really hard to start.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Like it took me a while to get into like the first few like couple chapters or whatever. Uh-huh. And then once I was in it, it was I finished it really quickly, but Yeah. I don't know what it was about the beginning. It was just a little slow to me. Maybe because of everything we talked about and it starts with you know, she's I think it starts with her getting dressed and he's putting the necklace on her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, oh, I just don't want to read another book about <laughs> a poor woman being uh-huh. by a man.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's why. But it, yeah, it
0: took me a little bit to start it. <laughs> I read this... It was like a long weekend, I think. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I had a long weekend. Um, and... I was, like, sitting outside in the sun, like, one of those, like, days where you kind of don't have much to do, and I just read it, and I think I read it in, like, basically two days. Nice. So I didn't find it hard to get into, and in fact, I found it pretty, like, what does it say on the front? A perfectly compulsive read that's impossible to put down. (laughs) I don't know if I would exactly phrase it that way, but I did find it super readable, and, like I said, I read it really fast, and... Like, I should have been doing more laundry, but instead I was reading it, so. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah,
1: with that being said, I think I got to, like, it took me, like, a day mm-hmm. to get to page, like, 50 or 60. mm mm-hmm. That's when I was like, ugh, oh, okay, okay. And then I finished it the next day. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Also, because at that point it starts getting, like, ooh, what's happening? What's happening next?
1: Yeah, totally. Um. It was kind of cool too to like be on Bart and reading it because uh-huh. there's a few times that she mentions Bart. Oh yeah. Even though I didn't want that all to match my life, but you know what
0: <laughs> I mean. I okay, wait. Did you have this experience where like you sometimes read some reference to the Bay Area or something there and felt like it was a little bit off? Yeah. I kind of felt like there were a few moments where I was like, wait, she's not from the Bay Area. I don't think this author is from the Bay Area. That's funny. Now I kind of forget.
1: It was when she was talking about, like, the different
0: locations. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what they were, but I had a few moments where I was like, hold up. And then I looked her up, and she, like, she lives in eastern Pennsylvania. Maybe she lived in the Bay for a while. I'm not sure. But there were a few times where I was like... I don't think somebody from the Bay Area would say it that way. Like, I had that thought. Sorry. I
1: did have this thought. Shoot, what was that? (laughs) I don't know how I'll find it. Um, Yeah. Okay, sorry. Now I'm just kind of, like, looking back at this. But what was your overall, like, opinion? What did you think of the book?
0: Um, I enjoyed reading it. Like I said, I thought it was very readable, and I went through it really fast. So I enjoyed that process of reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I don't know that I would necessarily say that it's my favorite book by mm-hmm. any means. Like, I, like I kind of mentioned last week, I don't feel like the writing of this one was as... I, that sounds so stupid, but, like, good. <laughs> as yeah. good as uh, The Woman in Cabin 10. I felt like it was... This was more... I just I felt like the crafting of it felt very blatant to me. Like I'd be reading a part and I'd be like, I I don't know, like I wasn't pulled into the story and feeling like oh I'm I'm one hundred percent in this story and I'm not thinking about the writing. Like I was thinking about the writing a lot. I don't know how else to explain that. But it was like I couldn't like get fully immersed in the characters or in the story for some reason.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. I don't feel like I had a hard time getting immersed in the characters. Um, But there was a lot that was happening Mm -hmm. in this book. And, okay, yeah, kind of like you were saying, or no. Yeah, like you said in the very beginning, um, as we started talking about this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on, but also not a lot getting, like, dived into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, yeah, she really didn't question... Her husband's past at all? Oh yeah, <laughs> and that was shocking. I
0: know. Um, and so,
1: like, I didn't really have a hard time. I feel like this is actually opposite of most everything I've ever said about books, but
0: uh-huh.
1: I didn't have a hard time diving into it because I don't think I think everything was kept pretty superficial.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a
1: while. Yeah. And while normally that bothers me, or sometimes that can bother me. Um, it helped me just like skim through the whole thing. Uh
0: huh. Um I kind of... It's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I kind of felt also that it was, like, superficial. Like, I felt like the characters were not real to me. Like, I felt like... I didn't believe... Like, I didn't believe Zoe most of the time. Like, when she was, like, making decisions and when she was acting certain ways or, like, when this whole, like, explanation of her past... I don't know. Like, I just... She didn't seem, like, real to me. I was like, that doesn't seem like a reasonable way that somebody would behave. Or, moreover, that doesn't seem like an unreasonable way to behave. It just doesn't seem like a way to behave. Right, right.
1: Yeah, actually, I see that, too. Actually, none of the characters really were believable. Even the way... (laughs) I kind of forgot about that. Even the way that she... Like, we look back at Zoe's life before. Or even Mm -hmm. the way we look back at Zoe's friendship with... What's her name? Lydia? Lydia? Lydia.
0: Yeah. Like, it just seemed like,
1: I don't know, a skit. It seemed too forced. Like, oh, the girls with the fishnet tights.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, they were so scandalous before working at this flower shop. And, you know, he came and rescued her from this time and her eyebrow piercing. and I don't know. It was, like, almost too forced the way that we looked at each character. Yeah. And too, I don't know, trying to be extreme or something. Mm -hmm.
0: And I also felt like I was guessing things earlier than I wanted to, you know? like Yeah. And I don't, like, that's one thing I enjoy about reading, or one thing that I also enjoy about watching movies and shows. Like, I like guessing, and I like predicting where it's going to go. And, like, Michael always makes fun of me. He's like, how the hell did you figure that out? And it's like, I enjoy that aspect of, like, trying to figure out a narrative, And, like, guessing where it's going or looking for foreshadowing and stuff. But, like, with this one, it was, like, I just felt like it was too obvious. Like, one example of too obvious was, like, when they had their first fight, Henry and Zoe. Like, the very first thing that he said was, like, I don't want to lose you again. And I was, like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, now, of course, I know that something fucking weird is happening because, like, again, Like, why would he say again? And so, like, pretty soon after that, I was like, okay, there's clearly way more happening. And, like, it seemed improbable that he just, like, came up to her and was like, hey, I'm into you, like, random girl. And I'm going to change the way you look. But, like, I was so struck by you that I was into you the way you were with your short hair and your piercings or whatever. Right. Or, like, when she's describing the vacation she went on with her mom and was like, I don't know, it was so weird how everything was just there, and it's like, wh- like, why isn't she putting two and two together, that like, her mom, like, why is there the big revelation later, like, my mom was stealing stuff, it's like, duh, right. we already knew that, like, why is that a big revelation to you? Right. Yeah. Even, even
1: with the parts where, you know, she only gets to buy a car, and the girl is in a car accident, mm-hmm. like, all of that was too similar for me to not be like, okay, well, where is this going? Yeah. You know, there's a point where it can be like allude to something, but it was like, this is identical. You're creating identical situ- situations. Right. in the first few pages of this book. Right. And now, yeah, I mean, I guess at that point I didn't know it was going to be a twin sister, but I knew something was happening.
0: Right. Well, and also I feel like it's like when you have a detective story or a mystery story, you obviously want to lay the groundwork so that the reader goes, "Oh, it was that person, you know like yeah. you don't want to pull you don't want to pull a scooby doo and be like, it was actually the gas gas station attendant who was like only right. in the scene for like four seconds and actually wasn't part of the plot, and it doesn't make any <laughs> sense like you don't want to do that, but right. you also like don't want to like lead the breadcrumbs in a way that is so obvious that it's not enjoyable, right.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, kind of like how we talked about with Girl on the Train, how there was points where I could have believed that it was any person there.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and this was kind of opposite of that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And I knew it was going to go wrong and that he was going to be involved with it very early. Yeah.
0: From the beginning, I was like, Henry is no good. (laughs) Like, there is something very wrong about Henry. And from the beginning, I was like, oh, what's his name, Cash? Yeah. Cash is going to be, like, a helpful figure. Like, it's just, like, from the very beginning, I'm, like, I know where these characters are going.
1: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, hmm.
0: That being said, I, like, enjoyed the process of reading it. I was very into it. It's kind of funny. Like, I was reading it because I knew where it was going and I wanted to see how it got there, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, I don't know that... Well, no, I did. (laughs) Uh, I would say I didn't really, like, expect the whole scene in the cabin at the end, but the minute the cabin came into picture, I was like, okay, well, this is going to return in a creepy way later.
0: Yeah. Um the locked door, I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> and the bedroom, and, like, the way she described the photo, she was, like, it was me from that hike, and I was, like, why are we describing this photo in such detail? Right. <laughs> oh, I that has something to do with, like, some, right. you know, where we're going with all this. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: It was, but, like, ooh, I just don't even like the idea of, like, shots.
0: And stuff like that. Oh yeah, that was, that was disturbing.
1: Really disturbing. Um, I think I mentioned last time I saw you that I was reading that, like Home Alone. Mm-hmm. God, it's a little freaky. <laughs> That's like someone was behind me. Um, yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah. What was the housekeeper's name? Penny.
0: Penny. Penny. Yeah.
1: Um, I was waiting for her big role. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that she
0: helped. I know. I'm so glad that she, like, made made the move. Yeah. She, like, finally was, like, there. And that was disturbing. Like, her, like, quick little summation of, like, her relationship with Henry and how, like, he set fire to the house. And, like, I was like, okay, well, at least I can now. Un- like, because at first I was like, what the fuck? Like, she's so implicated in all of this. Right, But then it was like, oh, okay, like, she's afraid of him, blah, blah, blah.
1: Totally. Yeah, that made sense. I mean, I feel like this is just going to be a trend of every one of these books that we read where I'm like, oh, yeah, they remind me of Jack. Oh. Um, like, there's these, like, sociopathic tendencies. So also while she was explaining this, Mm I was like, oh, yeah, like – I was kind of waiting for that connection for her to have with him, of him doing disturbing things as a child.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Um, and was just waiting to hear, like, how that all connected. Yeah. Because um, there had to be a reason that she was staying. Right. For all of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, So disturbing, right? These men are creepy. I don't like them. I know. <laughs> makes you want to stay away from men forever. Yes. <laughs> You never know who's a fucking sociopath.
1: There are a lot of them.
0: Ugh. Disturbing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Um, I'm trying, like, I don't have a ton to say about
0: this book. I'm trying to think of what else there is. I know. I kind of feel like that, too. Um. I mean, I definitely think, like, the whole, like, twin sister, going to visit the mom. Interesting. You know, that was fine. That was cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That was cool. Um, the mom character was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, later, it kind of felt like the writer needed that character to be involved but didn't really know what to do with her.
0: Right. Does
1: that make sense? Like, she was written in and then, like, quickly written out, but I didn't feel like it was really a natural, yeah. a natural process.
0: Well, yeah, I guess that's the other thing. It's, like, there's, like, a, a hint of... There's, like, a hint of Zoe feeling like, oh, how do I feel about this woman who's my biological mom versus, like, the woman who raised me who I consider my mom. Like, she, like, mentions kind of those struggles, but it just seems, like, too brief, you know? Like, that seems like it would be a lot for a person to, to sort of take on. And, yeah, she struggles with it. And she thinks, like, oh, should I go see her? And she thinks to herself, like, oh, I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. But, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like there wasn't there wasn't the kind of character development that I would expect from such intense situations.
1: Totally. Well, and then I feel like it was kind of, like, her finding out that she had a sister was meant to distract her from her mother, right? Like, uh-huh. she sits herself into finding this out because she doesn't want to spend time dealing with who her mom is, who by her biological mother is. Mm-hmm. But even still, that all felt too brief.
0: Yeah. Even at that point. I know, right? And then, of course, there's, like, the knight in shining armor of Cash, who's just, like, right. always there when she needs him and, like, Ugh. all of that, <laughs> which was just, like yeah. – that just... All of the characters seemed to fit, like, a trope too well. Like, either they were a plot device or they fit, like, a caricature. And it was kind of like, okay, so what else? What What is yeah. unique here? What is interesting? What is new? Right.
1: That's kind of true. I didn't really think of that. But, yeah, it's kind of like everyone has a very specific role. hmm Um... What did I say? Something about... Oh, the other... And then it was, like, the other characters that were with Lydia at the flower shop. mm mm-hmm. like, I didn't really get the point of them either. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like they were written into the book just enough to make you feel like they mattered or were important to the storyline. Mm-hmm. But they had pretty much no involvement. hmm Um, so yeah. that was kind of weird.
0: There was one section when they were describing, like, the lady who owns the flower shop and how, like, sassy she is. Yeah. (laughs) I, like, screenshot it and sent it to Michael and was like, this is your life, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, it was, like, the same section where she was describing that one flower as being, like, a penis. Like, she was describing how it's, like, do you remember that? No. Oh, my God. She was talking about how it's, like, such a penis, like, this flower... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me find I it. don't remember this. And I like sent it to Michael and was like, "This is too funny." Oh, it was at the beginning of one of the. Oh, I gotta find it. It was so funny. That's really funny. Is it? Huh. I don't remember that at all. Oh, and her old best friend from college. That was weird. Oh yeah. What? That was really weird. Her whole, like, reasoning for getting rid of her identity and, like, moving on, like, I get that she was scared and she didn't trust anybody and, like, she was coming from, like, a very unstable place, but mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, again, didn't feel believable to me.
1: Right. Like, if you're involved in this whole investigation into sex- a sex trafficking ring and you have... An investigator there with you that's supporting you. I mean yeah I can get being terrified enough to want to run away but if it, I'd be more afraid to run away even with a changed identity or a changed name Yeah. than I would to stick with the person that's there to like help me get out of it.
0: Oh my god I cannot find this section about the penis plants and like I really need to find them. Is it when they're talking about the, the black one? No, it's later. It's like, I think it's after she starts working there again. Or maybe it's like a... She goes in for a shift, right? I can't maybe, I can't remember if it was when she went in for the shift or if it was like a flashback. But it was like at the beginning of a, it was the beginning of a chapter. And it was so funny. She also is kind of just, like, a flaky person. (laughs) Yeah, how so?
1: I think that that connects to her also just bailing instead of, like, sticking it through the whole, like, investigation. Right. I mean, she doesn't deal with her mom's death. True. She would rather, like, start doing drugs with her creepy step step or mother's boyfriend or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then deal with anything, or rather than get the money that she needs to pay rent. Then she skips out when she finally realizes that there's bad things happening. Right. Um, she's, like, gotten involved in the sex trade ring thing.
0: Right.
1: Um, and then she moves to New York, gets a job there, starts meeting friends, meets a guy who's trying to, you know, win her over. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of goes for that. And then doesn't really have a hard time not questioning
0: his past. Ugh, I know. Um, I just feel like these are all very flaky tendencies. I also felt like it was just, like, depressing that she's like, we have this connection, he and I have this connection. Like, even when we fight, at least we come together and we, like, are attracted to each other and we have, like, this fantastic sex or whatever. And, like, all of that was just him, like pretending that she was Tara, which yeah. is just, you know, not only disturbing, but just, God, it's so depressing. Which, also, wait, why did he change her name? I think just- it, her old name was, like, Too Low Class. There's some comment about, like...
1: Okay, I can't remember.
0: He, like, called her by her, her original name, because the name her family called her was just so like, low class or whatever. Oh, okay. That's the other thing. It's, like, I'm not convinced that this life with Henry is anything worth fighting for when she's, like, but I'm making it work, but I'm fighting for it. It's, like, what? I don't understand. Like, she doesn't have any freedom. She just, like, has nothing to do. She can't even make dinner. Yeah. so weird.
1: Which... Well, now I'm just reading into, like, hopes that there's more to it. But, like, well, okay, so, A, she could not be able to make dinner because Henry doesn't want her to do anything because Tara didn't do anything.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: B, maybe he was, like, poisoning
0: her a little bit. Oh. Maybe. No, but Penny was making the food.
1: But maybe Penny was doing it for him.
0: Do you think she would? I
1: don't know. I mean, he would try and slip her those pills when she was going to sleep sometimes. That's
0: true. Disturbing. I don't
1: know. I think I'm just hoping that there's more to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for more meaning. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Tara, she's like, I see Tara was trying to break free. She was trying to establish herself. It's like, I wasn't convinced of that. I don't know. <laughs> was like, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, because what, because she was looking at the poem that she, like, her return response to him writing her that poem or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I can tell. Like, we've never met, but I can tell. Yeah. Mm, you can try and pull that sisterly, or, like, that twin bond, but.
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, okay, so, I mean, maybe that was meant to highlight how similar Tara and Zoe were in that they both, like, They fell for him, and they were both kind of, like, willing to sort of leave behind what they already had and, like, jump wholeheartedly into this new life and be kept for a little bit. And then maybe things weren't quite what they thought they wanted them to be. (laughs) Oh, I found it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's on page 69. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay, so this is back bo- right before she meets him. It's like, you have a date? In my hands, I clutched a fistful of wilting anthurium with their veined, leathery, leaf-like petals. A masculine flower. Phallic, really. The stamen popping out like a penis. <laughs> 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 and That's- then later, El- Elisa's being a jerk. What does she say? Like, um, No, maybe she wasn't being a jerk. Oh, just talking about how Elise is going to hate it. (laughs) Anyways, that's what I was looking for. She describes flowers as penises.
1: Nice. I forgot about that. I forgot that that's how early on, too, they start talking about... I don't know. She starts going into the past.
0: Yeah, actually, as as I was flipping back and forth, I was like, this book is surprisingly small for the amount of, like, ground it covers. Yeah. Totally. Maybe, maybe therein lies some of my issues. Like, there's a lot that's being gone over, but it was very rapid. Right. Like, if we had spent more time in these moments, maybe I would have felt more convinced by the characterization. Maybe I would have felt more convinced by, like, the choices of the narratives. Maybe the characters would have felt less like devices or, like, tropes and more like real characters. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, also, I was thinking
1: about that as I was reading it. Like, the chapters are so small, mm-hmm. which I think also implies that there's a, too much happening. Mm-hmm. If you have to chop it up into this many small little sections, then, like, maybe we need to cut some stuff out or make it longer.
0: Yeah. Or, it's like, I know oftentimes creating these small, choppy chapters is meant to, like, move it along for the suspense, which it definitely does, but then I wonder if it, like, you're kind of pointing out, then sort of takes away from... Well,
1: and I get that, but the these chapters in particular, there's a lot happening in each
0: one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and,
1: like, there's... They're covering, as I've mentioned, a lot of ground.
0: Yeah, so, actually, as I'm looking now, I'm, like, each chapter is, like, what is it? Three, eight pages or so? Yeah. It's like they're really short. Or, yeah. God, this one's three? Yeah. I think when I started,
1: like, actually trying to count them, I was, like, in the middle of the book. think a lot of them were between, like, ten and eleven. Yeah. But then they do get really short. I think the yeah. longest one I saw after I started paying attention was, like, thirteen pages.
0: Yeah, and I'm seeing, like, a bunch near the end that are, like, two. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. the craft of the novel. <laughs> um, any other notes on this book? Um, I guess I would say, like, if somebody was like, hey, I want to read a thriller. Like, I have a weekend that I'm going to be sitting at the beach or I'm going to be sitting at the pool. What should I read? I would be like, this is a good one. You'll read it really fast, and it'll move really quickly, and yeah. Yeah
1: yeah i agree that seems
0: reasonable (laughs)
1: um yeah i mean it was good i'm not bummed that i read it Mm -hmm. um i like i guess i did like the storyline or the idea yeah there was just a lot happening right i agree um and our next book is the couple next door yes
0: by sherry lapina lapina Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but yeah, the couple next door. Very nice. Dun dun dun. Um, excited. Yes. And then we stray from thrillers for a little bit. Yes. We have a lot coming up. We got some short stories. We got some nonfiction. The other one from your coworker. What is that? It's um graphic novel. <laughs> graphic novel. Gosh, good mix.
1: Yeah, we're really going for it. Cute. Proud
0: of us. So proud. Um, Cool. Well. All right. Well, people can find us on Instagram, Drunk of the Book, Twitter. Twitter. Drunk of the book. Yeah, Drunk of the Book. Uh, email at gmail, at drunk of the book at gmail.com. We're yeah. on iTunes and Stitcher. True, true. True, true, true. And yeah, we, got we love it. Hmm? I said, and we got a website.
1: Oh right, drunkwithabook dot com.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we would love it if you left us reviews. Let's see, so that people can find us.
0: Yes, that would be good. <laughs> and if you leave a review, maybe you'll make Olivia not sick anymore. Like maybe she just needs positivity <laughs> in her life. That I think that's it. <laughs> I need more positivity. I need more positivity to keep me awake so that would make me awake it would be awesome
1: perfect and then hopefully <laughs> next time we record we both can be drinking oh yeah I won't be on a lot of cold medicine
0: hey you gotta get your highs where you get them that's true <laughs> hopefully at least next time we'll have
1: like a coherent thought process <laughs> instead of right now where it's just kind of
0: empty it's all good <laughs> it's all good all right, well,
1: uh, okay,
0: let's, let's
1: get, get reading. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I hope you feel better. Thanks, this sucks. I've been sick so much lately.